Stickered Up, the official podcast of the Cars Tour is on the air. Presented by Solid Rock Carrier. The Cars Tour, the premier late model stock series. Short track racing at its very best. Stickered Up will feature A-list guests, the hottest topics, race previews, recaps, the good, the bad, and the ugly. If it happens on the Cars Tour, Stickered Up is chewing on it. Here's your host, Stephen Dunn. Happy race week, everyone. Stephen Dunn, Stickered Up Podcast, the official podcast of the Solid Rock Carriers Cars Tour. It is race week, and we are at Dominion Speedway this weekend, round seven for the late model stock cars in their championship bid. And the points race has tightened up tremendously after uh, the race at Larry King Law's Langley Speedway a week and a half ago that saw young Caden Honeycutt from uh, Texas lead lap one through 125 every single lap in route to his first Cars Tour victory of 2021 and his short career in late model stock car racing. He was uh, he was leading the pack and, and did it in fine fashion, beating his teammate and car owner Justin Johnson, Deke McCaskill, Lane Riggs, and Jared Fryer in the top five. Four RNS cars again in the top five. We'll go to our friends at Pit Road TV, Tony Stevens and Steve Post, to recap the Visit Hampton 125 at Langley Speedway. Off the racetrack, the pace car goes, and through the KRC Power Steering Start Zone, Caden Honeycutt and Justin Johnson lead the field into turn one, and we are green. Honeycutt gets the big advantage. Justin Johnson working the high side of the speedway. They're side-by-side side for the third spot. Up to speed now into turn number three. Is and it's starting to tighten up just a little bit there. The top four cars or so. Never would have thought Bobby McCarter would go a lap down under green to the track that he does pretty well at here at Langley Speedway. And you see him just go to the inside. He's been there before. He knows it's not his day. Says, Caden, go on by, bud. I'm just out here trying to soldier on for points. And that is McCarty now back in 17th oh. spot. This may be a big change to the top of the standings. Equally impressive the run he's having here tonight. We're down to a lap and a half to go. And I'm telling you what, Caden Honeycutt, the distance back is two seconds. He's rolling with the white flag out. Caden Honeycutt, the race leader, down under the white flag. White flag is in the air for Caden Honeycutt in what has been an exceptionally flawless race. He has led from green to now checker and through turns three and four. Vindication for Caden Honeycutt. He will go down to Brock Victory Lane by winning the visit Hampton, Virginia, 125 here at the Langley Speedway. Texas represent as Caden Honeycutt gets to visit and enjoy the spoils of victory. What a run by Caden Honeycutt. We'll head down trackside and talk to him here in just a moment. Caden Honeycutt picks up the win. Justin Johnson finishes in the second spot. And here he comes out of the race car. Caden Honeycutt is a solid rock carrier's Cars Tour winner. Gets congratulations from the team. Minnie Terrell comes in. Daniel Silvestri. I know Stephen Dunn's at home probably jumping up and down. Caden is this everything you thought it would be? Absolutely. Then and then more. Uh, I've never cried before winning a late mile race before, but this is only my probably my second second ever time in this, and I've never been in this position before. I didn't know what to do. I was, you know, I was laser focused. Uh, marks for everything right there at the end. Uh, Justin worked with me the entire race. I appreciate him working with me. Uh, didn't really have too much in an event for race like Airway. Uh, just imagine if we had two in a row, man. It sucks, but man, I'm at a racetrack that I never thought I'd be good at here at Langley. Uh, it was a pretty dang good race and a pretty dang good race car. Uh, we drove a smart race, and I can't thank every each and one of these guys here at Justin Johnson Racing. Uh, just an off, awesome race car. I can't thank them enough, and all my friends, family, my, my girlfriend. Thank you, everybody, for uh, for watching. Oh, it feels awesome. Greg Harper, thank you all my sponsors. Rod, man, this just feels amazing. It's not it's not even real to me. After Caraway, I know the things had to go through your head. How many things did you hear in this race car? How many things did you see on the racetrack? How many nightmares went through your mind in the last five to ten laps? Well, I was praying this time. I was just saying no caution. No caution. Please don't throw a yellow. And we only got one tonight, and I really think that's helped us out. Our long run was amazing. These guys kept me intact the entire time. Uh, didn't lose sight of focus once. 
And it's all thanks to them for keeping me locked in, you know, just keeping my ear about saving tires and making sure the car was great. Um, just awesome, man. I, I just, the series is so, just such a special series to run in, and I can't believe I'm a winner in a rookie year, and this is only coming to more, man. You know, Justin finished second, another one, two for J, JJR. We're going to win Dominion again here in two weeks. Well, Caden Honeycutt calling his shot down here at Edelbrock Victory Lane. And we'll talk to Caden Honeycutt here momentarily to see if he still feels like he can go back-to-back at Dominion Speedway this weekend in the Radley 125. Again, Caden Honeycutt the winner, Justin Johnson second, Deep McCaskill third, Lane Riggs fifth, Jared Fire fifth, um, Minnie Tyrell, who was in an RS car, he finished sixth, Sam Yarbrough seventh, Jonathan Schaefer eighth, Daniel Silvestri ninth, Connor Jones rounded out the top ten. As you guys heard in the clip, uh, Tony Stevens and Steve Post both led to Bobby McCarty, who's really good at Langley, did not have a great night. The two-time champion finished 17th, and his lead that was 15 points over Deke McCaskill evaporated into one point. Um, Bobby still is the points leader going into Dominion this weekend. 167 points behind his six starts, one pole, one win, three top fives, five top tens. Deke McCaskill one point behind. Two-time winner Justin Johnson's third in the points. He's five markers back. Our most recent rate winner, Caden Honeycutt, six markers back and defending champion Jared Fryer is fifth in the points. Brandon Willard's got the caution flag out. We're going to come down Pitt Road, sticker up, and when we return, we'll have the most recent Cars Tour winner, Mr. Caden Honeycutt. You're listening to the Stickered Up Podcast. Stickered Up, official podcast of the Cars Tour. Delivery by truck, part of the lifeblood of our nation. Solid Rock Carriers, LaGrange, North Carolina, gets the job done. Specializing in general freight and refrigerated foods. And here's an opportunity for you. You can join the Solid Rock Carriers team. If you have a CDL license and would like to find out more, call 252-521-1757. 252-521-1757 for Solid Rock Carriers. Supporting short track racers and industry professionals. And the title sponsor of the Cars Tour. Get the picture with Pit Row TV, the official home of Cars Tour TV, where winners watch their favorite races. If you can't make it to the track, tune in and let Tony Stevens and Hannah Newhouse bring you all the action for the Cars Tour. Pit Row TV. Check them out online. PitRow.tv. That's PitRow.tv. Don't change that channel. BST, Bryant Shock Technology, providing proven race-winning shock technology. The only thing that will shock are the affordable prices. BST offers sales, service, and repair of racing shocks, plus suspension-related components for a wide range of race cars. With 20-plus years of NASCAR experience and a decade as a shock specialist, contact P.J. Bryant, 704-701-5585. That's 704-701-5585. Tell him you heard about BST on Stickered Up. Stickered Up. Needing new tires and trying to fit that in your budget doesn't have to be stressful. You just need to know where to go, and that's Thrifty Tire, your locally owned source for new and used tires. Two locations, Durham and Roxboro, not just tires. Auto repair, wheels, brakes, alignment, and suspension. Online at thriftytireonline.com. The official car care service center, the official pit stop of the Stickered Up podcast. Race Cars, building championship race cars, provider of championship winning late model stock chassis. RNS Services, providing chassis, body hanging, turnkey purchases, parts, and baseline setups. Contact RNS today at 336-213-0736. That's 336-213-0736 to start building your next winning race car. That's RNS Race Cars, 336-213-0736, South Boston, Virginia. This is Lane Riggs, driver of the number 99 for your tank line, solid rock carriers, Turner Asphalt, late model stock. You're listening to the Stickered Up Podcast with Stephen Dunn and powered by Solid Rock Carriers. Green flag back. Stickered Up Podcast, the official podcast with Solid Rock Carriers Cars Tour. Our guest via the GSX Raps hotline, the most recent winner of the Cars Tours, um, visit Hampton, Virginia, 125 at Langley Speedway, Mr. Caden Honeycutt. Caden, welcome to the Stickered Up Podcast. Thanks, hey, Stephen. Thanks for having me. Man, I tell you, um, you had to had to have a lot of relief, uh, and that was very evident in your interview uh, that Tony Stevens did. 
after the heartbreak at Caraway. Talk about what it meant to win at Langley and just your six cars to a race with Justin Johnson racing. Well, it's just, you know, it was overwhelming for sure. Um, just the heartbreak that we had at Caraway was such a hard thing to lose. And I think it only made us a better team and only made us to come back with more motivation to, you know, kick everybody's butt the next weekend and get redemption back. And, uh, you know, being my only second late mile race that I've won in my career, uh, it sounds weird, but it is true that I've only, that was my second late mile race to win out of the super starts I've had and everything. So it was just, it was just a really cool personal thing for me. Um, especially in a, a series like cars tour, you know, a big series and a tour that means a lot to everybody and, uh, everybody that watches it. Um, so it was just, it was just an awesome feeling. You know, I haven't had the feeling I've had, uh, at Caraway and Langley and since I say December of last year, being able to run up front and contend for wins. So it was just a, an awesome feeling and hopefully we can do some more, especially when we come up here in Dominion on Saturday. Well, you mentioned December. Obviously, the Snowball Derby is where a lot of people recognize your name on the national stage and, and your representation with Rod Wortham and race brand development. Talk a little bit how this whole deal with Justin Johnson Racing came about. Very short turnaround time uh, from when you guys actually met Justin and Jason Stanley to when we actually went to the racetrack. Talk a little bit about that and how quickly all that kind of came together. So I was at... Uh in North Carolina and Charlotte, uh, at the time in January. And I had Justin's number and he, he got contacted to me on, on a, he got my phone number from somebody, but he got it from me and I was there and I had toured a few shops. Uh, one of the shops happened to be DGR. We were playing on a racing with the stock car tour with them. Uh, and then that didn't really well, where it would go where it needed to go. And he was our next option that we wanted to race at. And, uh, I've toured their shop for a while. I visit Jason and everybody, and then we uh, planned the test the next week and realized that we were going to be able to run with them the, this year. And we went and tested an Orange on January, Orange County on January the 30th. And our test went so well that we wanted to go and race Florence, the icebreaker, uh, the next week. So it, it came together really fast. And, you know, I'm uh, really thankful that he, he was able to get in contact with me. and just a great group of people and I couldn't be more, you know, more uh, thankful and for everybody that's been involved so far. And Cade, one thing that, you know, you have a very extensive dirt background with what you've done in Texas. What's the transition been like going from, from dirt? And obviously you still do some dirt racing. I think I saw on Facebook this past weekend that you were dirt racing this weekend and you're off weekend. And how hard is it to transition from dirt to go back to asphalt? It's like running dirt this past weekend, and now we're getting ready to gear up to go to Dominion and run a cars to a race on Saturday so, night. I don't know, man. I've, I've been, I've done this for so long. I say I've done this for two years now going from back and forth. Um, this is probably the first year that I've actually gone back and forth uh, on a weekly basis. Uh, I could say that it's not, I mean, for myself, it's not really a big thing to adapt for me. Uh, it's kind of just a natural process. Um, it's just, it, I go out there and run three laps and then we're getting ready to heat race for our dirt car. And then for asphalt, I have time to get back used to everything. And usually by the first session, by the second run, I'm already back in the groove. So it's, uh, it's not a huge, huge turnaround for me, but I, I've just done it for so long. I think I, it's just been uh, muscle memory for, for both sides. So, again, we talked about the Snowball Derby. Uh, Donnie Wilson, that's who you were driving for in December, and, and a lot of eyeballs on you. Um, how much pressure – is running a cars tour race on a weekend and running for a championship. Obviously, everybody talks about the Snowball Derby. It's it's the creme de la creme. Do you still feel that same kind of pressure in a cars tour race on you know on any given weekend, or or is that just in a, a whole ballpark in itself? Um, I would say compared to what I've been uh, racing with last year to this year now, the difference from this year to last year is I have actually quite a number of starts that i'm going to make on the asphalt side um on donnie's side i only made about three races so <clears throat> there was a ton of pressure doing those three races so i had to make everything count there was no take backs and no showing up the next week and redeeming yourself this this was it this was you know this you got to make it happen right now um our first race in july that we went with them we almost won the dang race and, and just got messed up by a lap car and bubble went by and won the race but 
from just from car store side, I just knowing that we're running a championship, we're running for a certain amount of races and knowing that we can come back and redeem ourselves and make ourselves look better. Uh, limited starts really uh, are just a huge um, takedown. You know, you gotta, you gotta perform right off the bat. You know, there's no, there's no second chances. So basically that's the difference for me. Um, I think another thing was this year is Justin set the bar very high uh, winning at Dillon right off the bat. So uh, I think that people expected me to perform uh, just as good as him for the ne- for the next couple of races. And I think we finally gotten back to that point at Caraway, made some changes with, you know, setup wise and, you know, how we're going to do things. And I think it obviously showed that we uh, it did a complete 360 from when we started the year. So um, that's another part of the pressure is, you know, your team owner and your and teammates going out and running up front every week while you're still running know seventh to twelfth and it's just like well, well what's he doing back there i don't know why why is he not with justin racing so uh i'm very glad that we've got that turnaround and uh, i think we're ahead on the right track for both of our cars well i have a que- i have an interesting stat for you and i don't know if you're aware of this are you aware that you're only one of two cars tour drivers in 2021 that have completed every lap i did not did not know that let me ask you another question now this is probably even more surprising who do you think the other driver is? Uh, I would I would say Justin or um, oh who's who's the other person I could say either that or uh, I wouldn't say Bobby, but I would I would probably well, you say, la- you lapped him at Langley, so you know yeah, he couldn't. I, I couldn't say Bobby. Oh, I feel like this is so obvious. It, it's not. It's not obvious. That's why I'm. It's not Justin because Justin. You remember Justin went out at Orange County after oh, him and Lane right. got okay. together. The other um, driver that's completed all the laps so far in the Cars Tour season is Brandon Pierce. Brandon Pierce, Lee Pulliam performance. Did not know that. Yeah, and I mean, look, he's he's had to fight. I mean, he's he doesn't have the 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 top fives and the top tens, and obviously the win that you've got. But he has finished every lap, and you guys are the only two. So I thought that was a very interesting fact when digging into some of these. Um, that's what us you know podcast guys do. We dig for stats and try to find interesting things. And I just thought that that was something that stood out. Uh, another thing that stands out, obviously, with your dominating performance at Langley, you have now climbed back into the points championship. You're a mere six points out of the lead, one point behind the boss man, Justin Johnson, uh, six points behind Bobby McCarty. Do you feel added pressure going into Dominion, especially since you kind of called your shot with Tony Stevens saying that you were going to win this weekend? Do you put added pressure on now that you are a Cars Tour winner and that you are contending for the championship as a rookie? Um, you know, I've, I've asked about pressure a lot. Um, the weird thing about my mindset and just the way I work is that I don't, I don't think about pressure. I just, I just go for it. You know, it's just, it's just not so much. I feel like if you just think about it too much and then, you know, stuff will happen and then, you know, it's just weird how stuff works. But I, I, I think if you just go out, do what you gotta do, do what you need to do to win and everything will just fall into place. Uh, if stuff happens, something will happen. You know, that's something that's just really out of your control. Um, watching back on Dominion's race, it was definitely a, uh, a survive race. Um, that's something I was not expecting. So hopefully this year we'll, we'll kind of clean it up a little bit. But um, I, I really I really think that just the pressure adds on just on the team itself, on everybody. But just me as the driver, I just go out and do – what I'm supposed to do and execute and do what my job's supposed to be. And that's to win the race and everything else and points wise and all that will just, uh, just fall together. The one thing I did want to ask you too, obviously with you being new to a lot of these racetracks, again, Dominion being a racetrack that you've not been to, uh, obviously early in the year, you guys uh, with Justin Johnson racing, you guys would go down test on Thursday before this uh, this tire issue uh, kind of arose about four weeks ago, uh, four or five weeks ago, Cars Tours cut back on the amount of tires that you guys are allowed in a race weekend, and that was that we kind of saw that at Langley, uh, where you might not have gotten as much practice as you were accustomed to getting. How does that affect you, especially these racetracks that you haven't seen before? Is that something that? you're just going to have to figure out or I mean obviously at Langley you figured out pretty quick with just the one set of sticker tires for practice and were able to go out and win the race 
And does that change your kind of perspective and, and thoughts on getting to a racetrack maybe a day earlier in practicing? Well, I, I definitely think it, it, it's fairly tough. Um, knowing that we already got tires that we're going to unload on are going to have at least 30 to 40 laps on them. And we're just going to have to limit down our, our practice uh, laps just as together. We're just going to have to do four to five lap runs each time. And, uh, you know, we're just going to have to realize that we, we don't have enough tires. We don't have this. We don't have that. You know, it's just going to add up on each on, on all of us, all three of us racing this weekend. Um, so we're just going to have to keep track of that and just to make sure that we're not overloading on our tires and our laps. And if we do too many laps, then we'll just be out in left field. And then we're just like, oh, what the heck have we been doing this entire time? So we uh, at Langley, we threw on our sticker set at the very last session. Um, we got to it right away. No issues. So I think it's just going to be I think we're, us, we're going to have a plan. We're going to have everything laid out. And I think everybody is going to be just fine. But it definitely does does hurt us, uh, and it, just not just us. It's the entire the entire field that's going to have the issue that shows up on a Thursday and practice on Fridays. So it's uh, it's it's pretty tough deal, but we're making the best of it. So you, you alluded that there are three teams this weekend: Justin Johnson, uh, one of your brand face race development teammates, Grant Thompson, will make his cars tour debut this weekend at Dominion Speedway in the Justin Johnson Racing. Share with our with our listeners uh, a little bit about a Grant and, and what people may be able to expect from him this weekend. Um, I think you'll see Grant do pretty really well. Um, I've known Grant since he was eleven, and we've we've raced together and we've always talked about racing. And you know, I've I've taught him what I've known, and he's shown me what he can do. And it's definitely a uh, you just don't tee it up with the snowball in a snowball in a truck and just win right off the bat and a championship in his first year. So. Um, he's definitely he's he's definitely a really good race car driver. Um, I think he'll adapt pretty in a in a time timely manner, uh, especially how many how much time he's got and how many test sessions he's been limited to. I know he went and tested out at Hickory uh, not too long ago, and he did. Jason and Justin said he did pretty well, so um, it should be interesting. We're just going to share them, and and uh, I'll share him what I know, and he'll probably share me what he knows that I don't know about. And we'll just try to help each other out, but I think he'll do uh, respectively very well in you know in the in the field that we're going to have, and uh, you know people are going are going to know that it's him, and you know they're probably going to just help him, um, just use him up a little bit. But I hope they don't do that. But I think he'll be up there right there with us, and hopefully he can we can have a one through three finish. That'd be pretty awesome. But we'll just have to see. So what order can we can we say that Caden Honeycutt's going to say those three are going to be in? Uh, one for sure. Justin will be second, and Grant will be third. <laughs> or Grant can have second, and Justin will be third. I don't know, man. Justin Justin's a pretty competitive car owner and race car driver, so yeah, uh, it's gonna be is. it's gonna be difficult for you guys. But I'm I'm excited for the opportunity to to see you guys again. And and again, I thought that Mini Tyrell, uh, who was you know kind of a teammate for you guys at Langley driving. Uh, Justin Johnson racing um, RNS car. I mean, he had his best run of the year uh, with a sixth place finish. They qualified fourth, so we know that the car is going to be there. The car is going to be capable, so it'll be interesting to see. But one thing I wanted to ask you: obviously, you kind of went through the "quote unquote" car wash um, after your win at Langley. You speed fifty-one, race twenty-two. I'm sure that you had a couple of uh, those news and media outlets in Texas that had you on. Has it sank in that you finally are a Cars Tour winner in a very short period of time? Because in your interview, obviously, you, you said it was unbelievable and didn't seem like it was real. Has it sank in? And and what does it mean now? You're an elite company. There's not a lot of people out there that can say that they've won a Cars Tour race. Yeah, I, just just a great feeling to have. Um, you know, it's a lot of weight lifted off of the shoulders. Um, I wouldn't say it was just massive pressure. I just think people are expecting me to win a race in my rookie year. Um, especially when Justin can go out and win the race too, you know, and especially in the super starts that I've had, how quickly it adapted and I got it right off the bat. So it's definitely an awesome feeling. And, you know, for my whole family, it was just, uh, just awesome. You know, my dad, mom and dad have worked extremely hard and waited for moments like this. And, 
Um, we were just on cloud nine for the whole weekend. We just had a great time, you know, racing dirt and having fun. and something we haven't done in a while because mostly we're all about business and we're nothing there to win. So we're just uh, having a great time this week and this weekend. And, you know, we're just headed back this weekend. But it's it's that we're tending like we haven't won a race. We're always we wanting more. So it's only the first of many and hopefully we can pull off the championship this year too and pull off the rookie of the year so hopefully we can have a, a full clean sweep for justin johnson it'll be an awesome thing to see well i can tell you right now he's going to fight you for that championship i think he'll give oh, you yeah. the rookie of the year i think he'll be the first one to congratulate you on that uh, talk a little bit about you know, as we as we get ready to wrap up here. Again, everybody, Caden Honeycutt, the most current, most recent Cars Tour winner at Langley Speedway. Uh, Cars Tour after this Saturday goes on a little bit of a hibernation, um, almost five weeks before uh, the eighth race of the late model stock cars. But that doesn't mean that you're not going to be in a late model stock car. Uh, talk a little bit about what your plans are for the month of July with Justin Johnson Racing. So we hopefully we can head back July 4th weekend to the uh, Hampton 200 for the Triple Crown races. Um, and we plan on we plan on running those and hopefully a cup uh, South Boston race on in the second the third week of July, I believe. The South, so Bo- South Boston race is on the third and Langley's on the 24th, I think. So you got them okay. flipped. But yeah, those are those okay, two yeah. Triple Crown races. Yeah, so we hopefully we do those races in We'll be doing Hickory on July 31st, so there's three week there are three weekends that we will be racing in July. So we will definitely be still in the race car. Yeah, Kate, it takes a lot of people to to get to the racetrack. We know it's not a inexpensive thing to do. I wanted to give you an opportunity to thank those people that get you to the racetrack every weekend here. Stick it up. Well, thanks to my mom and dad, my whole family. Uh, appreciate their support absolutely for a whole year that, and the whole year and every everything that they've done for me in my entire racing career on uh, by itself. And uh, thanks Rod at Race Face Brand Development for what he's done, uh, pointing us in the right direction the past two years. I thank him for his support and everything that he's done for my mom and dad for sure. Uh, thanks to Greg Harper at Montana for sponsoring us this year for all his help and. He was uh, pretty stoked about Langley, so uh, hopefully we'll have him another feeling like that this weekend. Uh, thanks to all my sponsors on the dirt side, Arc Aviation, Reality Roofing, uh, all my, just everybody that's helped me so far to get to this point. J- uh, Justin, uh, Jason, Marcus, everybody at RNS Race Cars does such an amazing job. You, Steven, for the, the amazing wraps you give us, uh, GXS wraps. Um, just, th- just thank everybody that's been involved in my career to get me to this point. It's, just, it's a great feeling to have, and hopefully we can run this the rest of the year and make everybody make everybody uh, proud. Last question. Who got to keep the trophy? They did, of course. They did. Well, you check, can check Paul Ward and that. So you didn't get anything? Nope, I did not. Uh, I, I did ask for a duplicate, so I – I definitely still, I, I want something for myself. I tell you what, I know, I know the guy that prints the checks. How about I print you a check so that you've All got right. a check that you can hang on the wall in the that'll shop there in Texas. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Yeah. So Caden, thank you so much for joining us on the stickered up podcast. Best of luck to you this weekend at dominion. And, um, Hey man, like, like I tell everybody here on the podcast, you win, you get to come back. So if you win this weekend at dominion, we'll have you back in a couple of weeks. Awesome, man. Thank you. I appreciate it. No worries. Sounds good. Thank you, Caden Honeycutt. Caution flags out. We're going to come down pit road, sticker up. When we return, we'll have Mini Tyrell on the backside. You're listening to the Stickered Up Podcast, the official podcast of the Solid Rock Carriers Cars Tour. Stickered Up, official podcast of the Cars Tour. Get the picture with Pit Row TV, the official home of Cars Tour TV, where winners watch their favorite races. If you can't make it to the track, tune in and let Tony Stevens and Hannah Newhouse bring you all the action for the Cars Tour. Pit Row TV. Check them out online. PitRow.tv. That's PitRow.tv. Don't change that channel. 
Delivery by truck, part of the lifeblood of our nation. Solid Rock Carriers, LaGrange, North Carolina, gets the job done. Specializing in general freight and refrigerated foods. And here's an opportunity for you. You can join the Solid Rock Carriers team. If you have a CDL license and would like to find out more, call 252-521-1757. 252-521-1757 for Solid Rock Carriers. Supporting short track racers and industry professionals. And the title sponsor of the Cars Tour. Race Cars, building championship race cars, provider of championship winning late model stock chassis. RNS Services, providing chassis, body hanging, turnkey purchases, parts, and baseline setups. Contact RNS today at 336-213-0736. That's 336-213-0736 to start building your next winning race car. That's RNS Race Cars, 336-213-0736, South Boston, Virginia. Needing new tires and trying to fit that in your budget doesn't have to be stressful. You just need to know where to go, and that's Thrifty Tire, your locally owned source for new and used tires. Two locations, Durham and Roxborough, and not just tires. Auto repair, wheels, brakes, alignment, and suspension. Online at thriftytireonline.com. The official car care service center, the official pit stop of the Stickered Up podcast. BST, Bryant Shock Technology, providing proven race-winning shock technology. The only thing that will shock are the affordable prices. BST offers sales, service, and repair of racing shocks, plus suspension-related components for a wide range of race cars. With 20-plus years of NASCAR experience and a decade as a shock specialist, contact PJ Bryant, 704-701-5585. That's 704-701-5585. Tell him you heard about BST on Stickered Up. Stickered Up. This is Caden Honeycutt, driving the number four Justin Johnson Racing Ford. You're listening to the Stickered Up podcast with Stephen Dunn. Green flag back out here on the Stickered Up podcast. Our next guest, the GSX Raps Hotline, driver number 81, Solid Rock Carriers, Quaker State, RNS Car, Mini Tyrell. Mini, welcome to the Stickered Up podcast. Thank you for having me. Mini, obviously, uh, your your name was an, a hot topic, topic of discussion here the last couple of weeks, heading into Langley Speedway. Uh, jumped in a Justin Johnson RNS race car. Um, while you were getting um, your race car clipped with an RNS, man, you had to feel really good about your finish and, and your performance there at Langley Speedway a week and a half ago. Oh, yeah, it was a great weekend. Um, definitely an awesome car. Uh, I know it was one of the brand new ones that they had just built this year. So, uh, very fast. It had a ton of speed as soon as we got it there. It showed speed and uh, it held through the whole weekend. Had a pretty good qualifying run. I think it was RNS through the whole top five and, uh, Definitely had a good race there. Just um, burned our tires up a little bit too much there towards the middle. Didn't have anything for the leaders up front. But all in all, it was a great weekend. I'm happy with the finish the outcome. Speaking of, I mean, you you guys started off the – this is your, I believe, third full-time season in the Cars Tour. Obviously not having the results that you wanted early in the year. Not that you were running terrible, but some bad luck. You've had those gremlins. What went into the discussion in making the transition and the move to to go to an RNS chassis and Marcus Richmond? Oh yeah, I mean it, it was nothing against any uh, particular car builder, or any particular uh, you know anything that way. It was just uh, the package that Marcus Richmond offers um, was definitely the better package for our race team. Um, and other race teams, they have different, you know, outlets and stuff that they can go to. And uh, Brandon Butler, he's he's been at this a while. It's my crew chief, and um, you know he he knows his stuff, that's for sure. But um, we've just been struggling the past year and a half, and kind of just been needing some more information and things like that. And um, Marcus had that to offer for us, so um, we had to do what was best for our team. And um, like I said, I never talk bad about anybody, and every single race car that I've driven has been awesome. And uh, everybody that I've worked with has been great. And uh, I'm just excited, excited to open up this new chapter in racing with myself and work with Marcus. The one thing that – and Marcus was on the podcast uh, two weeks ago. And, and Marcus, I mean, as you know, uh, talks about his RNS family and everybody being able to share information. You finally got an opportunity to be part of that at Langley. Talk about what that meant to you at the racetrack as far as being able to go to Marcus and go to some of these – you know, fellow RNS, you know, race teams and be able to kind of bounce questions off and try to work and tweak on the race car. Obviously something that you alluded to that you didn't have, how much, how important was that at Langley? 
Uh, it was very important. I know uh, definitely getting with not necessarily just the crew chiefs and stuff like that. And, uh, you know, first off, Justin Johnson and Jason Stanley and Marcus, thank you guys so much. They, they got me to the track at Langley and they helped me a ton. Um, but, you know, the thing was, was kind of being able to talk to the other drivers and uh, kind of, you know, drivers that know a lot about the setups and things like that and being able to talk about what change they did and what they felt and how they liked it was definitely a lot different than what I had been doing because, you know, I, I talked to a lot of the drivers and um, all the time about how they feel, but it was never uh, that kind of setup aspect of it to what they did, how they liked it, what it did for the car, what it did for them. Um, so, you know, every driver has a different feel in a race car and every driver likes it, the race car, the way it feels differently to them. Um, but definitely a, uh, an awesome thing to do is be able to go and talk to those guys about that. Well, we, we leave Langley and we had about two hours, uh, North, a little bit closer to home for you, Dominion Speedway this weekend. Uh, you finished second at Dominion last year behind Jonathan Finley. Got to be really excited about racing racing a lot closer to home in front of a lot of friends and family. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, it's it's right down the road from us. Uh, I know, well, not right down the road, but it's about a 50-minute drive from my house. Um, yeah, definitely, definitely excited. Going to have a lot of friends and family over at the race this weekend. Um, I know they're excited to watch me race, so... Hopefully, uh, instead of finish second last year, maybe we'll pick up that one extra spot for this year. I do have a question. You said it's only 50 minutes from the house, but Dominion is by far the closest racetrack to your house, correct? Yes, sir. Every other racetrack is usually about three and a half, four hours plus. So when you got, and obviously, you know, when you started your career, uh, obviously there were some speedways up there in, in, in Northern Virginia that you guys were able to, but, man, I tell you, you guys make and, – and Jonathan Finley's another one. You and Jonathan probably aren't, but maybe, what, an hour from each other, if that? I mean, both of uh, you guys no, – not, not even. He's about 15 minutes down the road. I see him around town sometimes. Okay, so so <laughs> yeah. you guys basically are the ones. This is home game for you guys. But, you know, uh, talk about a week – a race weekend for the, for the Tyrell family. I know that you guys are very family-oriented. You guys are at the racetrack, and, in in, you know, your mom's there, your dad's there. But it's you know those are four those are probably what four day weekends for you guys most weekends aren't they? Oh yeah, um, definitely. My, my my dad likes to stay and usually until the day of the race or he might come down on Friday, which is the car store test day, and ride down at night and then get there. But usually he shows up uh, pretty much right before qualifying or after qualifying to watch the race, and um, he's always there. He's never missed a race. Neither is mom. Um, you know we always they're always there watching me and uh, definitely my parents are two big big supporters biggest supporters i have and they do everything in the world for me and i, I wouldn't know what to do without them but uh you know it's definitely a uh, a far commute every weekend but you know we make it work and have a good time doing it you mentioned your crew chief brandon butler uh obviously he he is he's been with you for a couple of years uh, he obviously keeps the car up for you, um, works on the car during the week, gets it ready for the race. How important has he been uh, in your development here in the cars tour in the last two years? Uh, he's he he takes all the credit for everything that I've been able to accomplish in the tour. Um, you know, he's he's the man behind it all. Um, I just show, you know I, I'm there. I, I drive the car and you know, I work, and it's unfortunate because the shop is so far away from my house. It's about a two and a half hour drive to his house where it's at. Uh, where the race car is or else I'd, I'd love to work on the race car every day that's what i do for a living is i work in my own shop and work on cars um but it's uh it definitely sucks because i love race cars and i want to work on them just as bad as i want to drive them but um brandon does nothing but 24 7 work on that race car and um he's what makes it fast every weekend and uh he's definitely a an awesome mentor coach and spotter to me at the racetrack at all times too so Dominion is is a racetrack last year that we we saw probably it's probably the only race that I really feel like we had some concerns as far as tires uh, had several tire failures, and then obviously with the with the current situation with the tire shortage being limited to only two sets of tires a race set and one practice set I know that you guys are are always one of those teams that usually goes and practices on a Thursday and you guys usually probably do two, maybe even three sets on in a race weekend. How has that changed y'all's game plan as far as your approach leading into a Saturday race? 
Uh, you know, it's, it's changed a little bit. Um, we definitely have to be conservative with the amount of tires we go through kind of deal um, and, and how many laps we're putting on them because, you know, we like to, to have a gauge with, you know, old tires and we like to have a gauge with, you know, newer tires that don't have as many laps on it. And, you know, it's, it's one of the biggest things that we test for is how does a car feel in both of those situations. Um, so it's definitely a, a thing where we kind of put, a bunch of laps on them to where you put, you know, 50, 60 laps on them, but we keep them for the next weekend to go out and test the car and how it feels in that. But we also, when we buy our one set, we typically usually only put maybe five, if maybe 10 laps on them, but we're saving them for next weekend to, to go out and try that again. So um, it's definitely a, a game changer. I know when we buy one brand new set, we probably won't use it on our test day, um, we might use it on Friday with the course for test day, but um, it's definitely something that we try to wait. And then uh, that's kind of the last kind of deal that we do to final kind of final tweak the car, final set it up right before the qualifying run on Saturday. Do you feel like that? Do you feel like that balances the field or kind of brings everybody a little bit closer competition wise? Uh, yeah. You know, that's the thing. I know, uh, a lot of teams, they have all different strategies. They have all different ways of going about running tires. And tires is one of the most crucial parts on a race car, um, or it is the most crucial part. You know, you got to have tires to, to go. But um, it's definitely one of those things where a lot of people go through a lot of sticker tires. And, you know, I know we usually go through about two to three sets a weekend. Um, and it's, it's definitely something that you've got to be able to, to do. But uh, if you don't have the car feeling the way it, if it doesn't feel good on old tires, it could feel great on brand new tires, but you got all that grip that backs you up. But if you put on old tires that don't have all that grip, then you've got a completely different feel. So it's really trying to find that balance of how good is the car on new tires. And sometimes you have to sacrifice that couple hundredths of a second to balance out that, you know, that old tire feel because you know that after 50 or so laps go by, it's going to be a different race car. Well, this again, this racetrack, probably the fastest racetrack you guys go to all year with the most grip. And as we mentioned a couple minutes ago, obviously some tire issues. Do you have any concerns this weekend heading into Dominion about the potential of, of having tire issues again like we saw last year with the speed and the and the amount of grip that the, the racetrack's got? I've never had any tire failures at Dominion. Uh, I've never run it a ton of times. Um, but it's, it's definitely, I don't know that I'd say I'm concerned with it. I just think that um, you know, it's, we're going from a different compound where we're running F45s all the way around the car this weekend. So it's definitely going to be a different feel compared to what the compound we used to run, um, every, at every race. So, uh, it's definitely a track with a lot of grip and I'm, I'm typically good at places with a lot of grip. Um, I'm not very, very good at places with no grip. So it's definitely, uh, a, a big change with some of the racetracks that we race at are very old and they don't have a ton of grip. So this is like going to something that's brand new. Um, but I love grip. I love being, you know, 100% the whole time. So uh, it'll be interesting. But, you know, I, I think that Hoosier makes a great tire. And um, now hopefully no one's going to get hurt. Obviously, no one's going to get hurt. We're very safe. But, um, you know, I think we'll be all right. And I hope that there's no tires that are going to fail. You know, us old guys call those old tracks. They have character. They're not old. They have character. So <laughs> they uh, do. They but, do. Uh, but but you know, like you said, you, you you've you've um, you know South Boston and, and Dominion are probably the two racetracks on the circuit. Um, you know, with the series that that have the most grip. That and those are two racetracks that you've you've typically run really good at. And um, so I know that you you're licking your chops. You're ready to get to it um, this weekend. I, I did want to um, kind of talk to you a little bit and see if there were any additional. Uh, plans you know this is you know as we talked to Caden this is the last um, this is the last race for the cars tour for about five weeks before we go to Hickory for the throwback weekend uh, you guys going to do any additional racing maybe the triple crown uh, at South Boston or, or Langley here in the next next few weeks is that has that come up in conversation yeah that's been in the discussion um, I don't know that it's 100% confirmed that we'll, we'll go to any of those races I know I'll probably hop into a uh, road racing car and do a little bit of road racing with NASA Mid-Atlantic uh, and a Miata. Um, so we'll probably go do some of that. I know maybe we'll do the Triple Crown. Like I said, it's still in the works. Um, 
just depends on what, what our car situation is. And obviously Brandon and Dan, Dan left today to go help Brandon uh, at the shop, getting that thing ready for this weekend. So um, as long as if, if we survive this weekend and hopefully there's no damage and uh, keep that car nice and clean, uh, maybe we'll go out and run a triple crown race or two, which would be cool. So um, we'll see what happens and uh, we'll definitely post on uh, social media if we are. So this is the one, this is the question I've got. So, have you guys been able to shake down the car since you've put the put the new clip on, or will, will Dominion be the first time that the car sees the racetrack? Yeah, Dominion will be the first time the car sees the racetrack. I know. I'm pretty sure it was still in pieces this morning. So okay. um, the guys have been working really hard, and uh, like I said, Dan took off. I work with Dan every day um, at, at our shop here because he lives about two minutes down the road from me. Uh, so it uh, – you know, he took off to go help Brandon. So um, we're just, we're kind of bolting it all back together and going to go ahead and set it up and uh, get ready. And it'll probably see the track Thursday afternoon. What is it going to take to see Mini Tyrell in victory lane on Saturday night at Dominion? I hope it, uh, I hope it takes not, not a lot of effort. <laughs> it, it's going to, um, it's definitely a hard, a hard thing to do in the chorus tour. It's just, it's the competition is stout and, uh, you know, Marcus Richmond's cars have been the the kings of this this series right now for the past couple of races, and um, they've been proving themselves. And I think Caden had a really awesome run at Langley. I don't think anyone could have touched them. Uh, you know, it's just they they've been stout. Um, it's all about how you go about the race and how the car is. And um, you know, I'm hoping that we nail the setup on the on the head, and and hopefully I nail the track on the head, and we go from there and and see what we got for a win. Well, Minnie, I know it takes a lot of people to get you to the racetrack every weekend. Wanted to give you an opportunity to thank those folks that get you to the racetrack. Absolutely. Well, uh, Quaker Steak, uh, thank you so much to them for getting me to the racetrack. Um, Solid Rock Carriers and Kirk Ipoch, they helped me so much. I can't thank them enough. Uh, Weber Rector, Irvin Weibel, and the uh, the Henderson family, and uh, absolutely Amish Sheds. Um, everybody worked so hard to get me to the racetrack, and uh, all my crew, we all do it. We're all one big family, and we have a great time going to the racetrack every weekend. Many best of luck to you this weekend at Dominion Raceway in the Radley uh, Chevrolet 125. Um, and I tell you the same thing I told Caden. Uh, we like winners here at Stickered Up, so if you get that checkered flag on Saturday night, we'll have you back here in here two weeks. That sound like a deal? Absolutely. I'm looking forward to it. Sounds good. Good luck to you, Manny. Manny Tyrell, he will be in his number 81 this weekend at Dominion Raceway. Caution flags out for the final time here with Stickered Up. Brandon Willard's got the yellow flag out. We're coming down pit road. Sticker Up, and we'll return. You're listening to Stickered Up Podcast. Stickered Up, official podcast of the Cars Tour. Cars Tour. BST, Bryant Shock Technology, providing proven race-winning shock technology. The only thing that will shock are the affordable prices. BST offers sales, service, and repair of racing shocks, plus suspension-related components for a wide range of race cars. With 20-plus years of NASCAR experience and a decade as a shock specialist, contact P.J. Bryant, 704-701-5585. That's 704-701-5585. Tell him you heard about BST on Stickered Up. Stickered Up. Needing new tires and trying to fit that in your budget doesn't have to be stressful. You just need to know where to go, and that's Thrifty Tire, your locally owned source for new and used tires. Two locations, Durham and Roxborough, and not just tires. Auto repair, wheels, brakes, alignment, and suspension. Online at thriftytireonline.com. The official car care service center, the official pit stop of the Stickered Up podcast. Get the picture with Pit Row TV, the official home of Cars Tour TV, where winners watch their favorite races. If you can't make it to the track, tune in and let Tony Stevens and Anna Newhouse bring you all the action for the Cars Tour. Pit Row TV. Check them out online. PitRow.tv. That's PitRow.tv. Don't change that channel. 
Delivery by truck, part of the lifeblood of our nation. Solid Rock Carriers, LaGrange, North Carolina, gets the job done. Specializing in general freight and refrigerated foods. And here's an opportunity for you. You can join the Solid Rock Carriers team. If you have a CDL license and would like to find out more, call 252-521-1757. 252-521-1757 for Solid Rock Carriers. Supporting short track racers and industry professionals. And the title sponsor of the Cars Tour. Race Cars, building championship race cars, provider of championship winning late model stock chassis. RNS Services, providing chassis, body hanging, turnkey purchases, parts, and baseline setups. Contact RNS today at 336-213-0736. That's 336-213-0736 to start building your next winning race car. That's RNS Race Cars, 336-213-0736, South Boston, Virginia. Mini Tyrell, driver the number 81 Quaker Steak Chevrolet, and you're listening to the Stickered Up Podcast with Stephen Dunn. White flag out, Stickered Up Podcast, the official podcast with Solid Rock Carriers Cars Tour. We're at Dominion Raceway this weekend for the Radley Chevrolet Cars Tour 125. 24 cars pre-entered for this weekend's event. A lot of familiar names, Deke McCaskill, Brandon Pierce, Jonathan Finley, most recent winner and Guest on the show tonight, Caden Honeycutt. Rusty Skews makes his first cars to a race of 2021. Timothy Peters, Jared Fryer, Joe Valento, Bobby McCarty, Mason Diaz. Tyler Matthews is back in action in the Lee McCall. Tyler's run two races and has an average finish of, I think, 2.5. So definitely someone to keep your eye on. Justin Johnson, after another solid second-place finish at Langley, he will be at Dominion along with Grant Thompson. The first time this young man will be in a Cars Tour race this weekend, piling the number 54 for Justin Johnson racing this weekend. Our most recent guest, Minnie Tyrell, Sam Butler, Mike Looney back in action with the tour, Connor Jones in Junior Motorsports number 88, Jonathan Schaefer, Sam Yarber, Daniel Silvestri, Alex Mayek, and Lane Riggs. Uh, the first 22, we had a couple of late entries today. Uh, Craig Moore entered and also uh, Justin Carroll um, entered the race. So we've got 24 late models scheduled. Activity start at the racetrack on Friday afternoon. Practice will start at 4.30. They'll go till 7 o'clock with three practice sessions. Teams will return back to the track on Saturday afternoon. Uh, first practice will be at 2.15. They'll go again at 3 o'clock. And then single car qualifying will be at 5, 5.45 for the late model stock cars. 125 laps for the late model stock cars. Green flag will fly at 7 o'clock. They've also got some of the, uh, they've got the Southern Ground Pandals. They'll run 25 laps. And then twin 35s for the Virginia Racers late models as well. Uh, if you're going to be in the um, Dominion area and you're going to the racetrack, general admission, $30. Uh, pit pass is 45 You can also go to um, pit pass and get your pit passes. If you cannot make the race this weekend, you can always listen and watch Pit Road TV with our friends Tony Stevens and Hannah Newhouse. Really going to be an interesting, this is this is almost the halfway point of the cars tour for the late model stock cars. Dominion was kind of a wild card last year. You saw a, an unexpected winner in Jonathan Finley. Uh, tires were an issue. I don't think that tires may not be an issue again this year. Uh, this is the fastest racetrack that we'll go to all year. Uh, has the most grip, and it's going to be very interesting to see. And again, we've got almost a five-week uh, break after this weekend's actions. The points race is tightened back up. Be very interesting to see how this plays out on Saturday night. Again, the green flag at 7 o'clock. If you cannot be at Dominion Speedway, please tune in to our friends at Pit Road TV for the live broadcast. Um, can't do this podcast without a lot of help and a lot of support from a lot of people. Our friends at Solid Rock Carriers, Kirk Ipock, Thrifty Tire with Justin Johnson, BST Shocks, PJ Bryant, Marcus Richmond with Arnish Race Cars, Tony Stevens with Pit Road TV. Dave Perkins and Morgan Patrick here at Broadcasting Experts make us sound so good. Um, green flag will fly at 7 o'clock. We expect, we hope that all of you guys can be at Dominion Raceway, and we'll see you back here with the Stickered Up Podcast in two weeks. This is Stephen Dunn. You're listening to the Stickered Up Podcast. Be sure to share this podcast. New episodes of Stickered Up will be available wherever you download your podcasts. Stickered Up Podcast.